Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Stories of Mahabharata Retold by Shudipta Bhaumik Welcome dear friends to another episode of the Mahabharata In the last episode we heard about how Dushashana and Duryodhana wanted to kill Bhima by poisoning him but they failed Bhima came back with renewed power and renewed strength. We also learned that Bhishma was looking for a teacher, a teacher for the Pandavas and the Kauravas who could train them in the advanced skills of using arms and weaponry. One day, the Pandava and Kaurava brothers were playing with a wooden ball in a meadow not far from the royal palace. Suddenly, the ball rolled into a deep and unused well. It was dark inside and the boys could hardly see the ball. They were all quite depressed to lose the ball and kept blaming each other for this loss. Suddenly, a Brahmin appeared in tattered clothes. He saw the quarrelling boys and laughed at them. Aren't you the Kuru princess? You can't even pick up a ball from a well? What kind of arms training did you get from your guru? He said. One of the brothers said, Sir, do you see how deep the well is? And what does our arms training got to do with it? The Brahmin said, Well, if you knew how to use your bows and arrows, you could have picked up the ball quite easily. Then he took off a ring from his finger and dropped it into the well and said, Here, not only can I pick up the ball, I can also pick up this ring with my bow and arrow. Do you want me to show you how? Yudhishthira said, Yes, yes sir, please do, and we'll give you whatever you want. The Brahmin said, All I want is a good meal. Yudhishthira said, Sir, if you can do what you said, then not only a meal, we will arrange for a permanent livelihood for you in the palace of Hastinapur. The Brahmin smiled and said, Fine. He looked at the tall grass field around and told the boys, Go, get me some reeds from those grasses. The boys ran to get the reeds. The Brahmin took them and with a knife, he sharpened one end of each reed. Then he stood next to the well, concentrated for a while and then, shot a reed down into the well. The reed pierced the top of the floating ball but kept perfectly balanced and vertical. He then took another reed and shot it 
exactly the same as before. But this reed hit the rear end of the first one and stuck there. One after another, the Brahmin shot the reeds and they stuck to each other and formed a long chain which soon reached the top of the well. He then gently pulled the chain of reeds and retrieved the ball from the well. The boys applauded and cried out in joy. The Brahmin said, Wait, I still have to recover my ring. He then looked at Arjuna and said, Give me your bow and arrow. Arjuna gave him his bow and arrow. The Brahmin engaged an arrow to the bow, aimed down the well, chanted a few mantras and released the arrow. The arrow went straight in and magically it came up to him with the ring attached to its tip. The boys were awed to say the least. Yudhishthira said, Sir, who are you? You just cannot be a simple Brahmin. The Brahmin laughed and said, I am Drona, the son of Rishi Bharadwaja. Go and tell your granduncle Bhishma and tell him about me. I am sure he knows me. Some of the boys ran to the palace and informed Bhishma of the incident. Bhishma knew immediately that the teacher he was looking for has himself arrived at his door. He knew of Drona quite well, for Drona too received his arms training from Parashuram, who was also Bhishma's teacher. Besides, the fame of Drona as one of the most skilled warriors had reached his ears through his spies and informers. Bhishma came out to the meadow and welcomed Drona with open arms. Drona, we are indeed honoured to have you here at Hastinapur. I would like to offer you the position of the royal arms teacher of Hastinapur and you can have whatever honorarium you'd like for your services. Please, please accept and honour us. Drona had no reason to reject the offer. It was for this very reason he had come to Hastinapur. Although he was a great teacher and a great warrior, but as a Brahmin, it was very difficult for him to earn a livelihood from his skills in weaponry. In fact, he was extremely poor and was desperate to find a job that would not only pay him well, but also give him the respect and honour he deserved. But he also had another ulterior motive, of which we will learn later. Drona settled down in Hastinapur palace with his wife and son Ashwatthwama and started his job of training the Pandavas and Kaurava brothers in the advanced art of warfare and weaponry. Although he taught the princes the use of multiple weapons, he also decided to focus each one on a special weapon. For example, Yudhishthira focused on the use of the spear, Bhima on the mace, Arjuna focused on archery, and Nakul and Sahadeva on the sword. Duryodhana also picked up the mace as his weapon of choice. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We often experience terrible situations in life that leave us dumbfounded. Such experiences leave a deep scar in our minds and we struggle day in and day out to escape from this awful internal stress. We keep them bottled up within us and keep suffering. We feel the urge to share with friends or family, but the fear of being judged keeps us from doing so and we keep on suffering. In such situations, therapy can help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Professional therapist would never judge you and be always on your side. I strongly feel it is important to learn positive coping skills from someone who has no personal agenda. A good therapist empowers you to be your best and helps you deal with life much better. If you need help from a therapist, BetterHelp can help you find one who fits your needs. BetterHelp can make it easier to find the right support. It is the largest online therapy platform in the world. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Mahabharata today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Mahabharata. Drona's teaching style was a bit unorthodox and he often tested his students for their focus concentration and skills. One day, he built a small wooden bird and placed it on a distant branch of a tree. He then called the princess and challenged them to hit the bird's eye using their skills with bows and arrows. First, he called Yudhishthira and asked him to aim for the target. As Yudhishthira was ready to shoot, Drona asked, What do you see, Yudhishthira? Yudhishthira was puzzled. He said, Well, I see the meadow, I see you, I see my brothers, I see the tree, I see the bird. Drona stopped him and said, Put down your bow, you don't have to shoot. He called Duryodhana next. And as Duryodhana aimed, he asked him the same question. What do you see? Duryodhana said, I see the tree, I see the trees behind the trees, I see you, I see... Drona said, All right, put down your bow. One by one he called upon each of the princes to aim and ask the same question, and they all answered the same. They see the tree, the bird, the meadow, the brothers, etc., etc. And he didn't let anyone shoot the arrow. Finally, Arjuna came up to the spot. He engaged the arrow and aimed at the bird. Drona asked the same question. Arjuna, what do you see? 
Arjuna kept quiet for a moment, still focusing on the target, and then replied, I see the eye. Throne asked, Are you sure? What else do you see? Arjuna replied again, I only see the eye of the bird. Throna smiled and said, Shoot. Arjuna released the arrow and it went straight and pierced the eye of the wooden bird. Throna was very happy. He embraced Arjuna and said to all his pupils, You see, this is what your concentration should be. When you aim at a target, that's the only thing you are supposed to concentrate on. Nothing else. He turned to Arjuna and said, Arjuna, keep practicing like this and I will make you the greatest archer of all. In fact, Arjuna was never tired of practicing. He practiced his archery skills tirelessly from dawn to dusk. One evening, when he was having his dinner, the lamp in the room went out in a gust of wind and the dining room was pitch dark. But Arjuna realized that he was still able to eat his food. In the darkness, he could pick up the food from the plate and take it to his mouth without any effort at all. He thought if he practiced properly, he could shoot his target even in the dark. Then on, he started to practice during the night and soon became skilled in hitting his target in total darkness. One day, while Drona was teaching archery to his royal students, the Kuru brothers, a young boy walked in. From his looks and his costume, it was quite evident that the boy was of tribal origin, a Nishad. He was crying a crude bow made of bamboo and some arrows with him. The boy walked up to Drona and kneeled down in front of him to pay his respects and said, Gurudev, I am a Kalavya. I long to become a great archer and have always wanted to learn the skills from you. Please take me in as your student and teach me the art of archery. Drona raised his hand to bless him and said, I am happy to know that you want to learn the art of archery from me, but I can only accept students of royal origin. Do you come of royal heritage? Ikalavya put his head down and said, No, sir. I am only a tribal, a nishad. I live in the forest. Drona said, Then I am sorry, Ikalavya. I cannot teach you. Please, go back. Ikalavya slowly walked away while the Kuru princess laughed at him from behind. Drona scolded them, Stop it! Get back to your practice. Few months later, Drona took his students on a hunting trip to the forests. The royal entourage consisted of huge team of servants, guards, cooks, cattle, and also a few hunting dogs. They set up camp in the forest, and Drona started to train them in forest warfare in between hunting trips. One day, one of the dogs of the camp went astray, deep into the forest. Strolling through the forest, the dog came to an opening, where stood a small hut, and in front of the hut stood a clay statue of Drona. In front of the statue, a young boy was busy practicing his archery skills. It was Ekalavya. He looked quite fierce in his leopard skin loincloth and tribal jewelry and body paintings. The dog started to bark at Ekalavya. Ekalavya was feeling very annoyed and disturbed by his incessant barking. 
He tried to shoo away the dog a couple of times, but the dog refused to leave and continued to bark at Ekalavya. Ekalavya got impatient. He shot seven arrows inside the dog's mouth and stopped the dog from barking without hurting him. The dog ran away and came back to the Kuru camp. When Drona and his students saw the dog, they were surprised to say the least. Shutting off a dog this way could only be done by someone who is extremely skilled. Even Arjuna couldn't pull off such a feat. They all followed the dog to Ekalavya's hut and was even more surprised to see the clay statue of Drona. Soon Ekalavya came out of his hut and was overjoyed to see Drona. He kneeled down at his feet and paid his respects. Drona asked, Ekalavya, what are you doing with my statue? Ekalavya said, Gurudev, I was not fortunate enough to have you as my teacher in person, but I have always considered you as my teacher, my guru. So I made this statue of yours and have been practicing archery in front of you to perfect my skills. Drona was kind of happy. In fact, he felt quite elated to see that he had a very talented student whom he never taught in person. But he noticed that Arjuna looked quite depressed. Drona pulled Arjuna to one side and asked, What's the matter, Arjuna? Why are you depressed? Anything wrong? Arjuna said, Nothing's wrong, Gurudev. It's only that you had promised that I only would be your best student of archery. No other student of yours could surpass me. But I guess that's not true anymore. Drona understood that it would be a strategic mistake to let Ekalavya surpass his favorite student Arjuna. He came back to Ekalavya and said, Well, Ekalavya, if you consider me to be your guru, then you must pay me your guru Dakshina, my fees. Ekalavya said, Guru, I'll be honored to pay you my Dakshina if it is in my power to do so. Please, please let me know what can I offer you. Drona hesitated for a moment, watched at Arjuna standing next to him with his gloomy face and said, Ekalavya, I would like to have the thumb of your right hand. Can you give me that? Ekalavya looked at Drona's face. He knew what Drona was asking for. Cutting off his right thumb would mean that he would never be able to shoot an arrow again in his life. But Ekalavya didn't protest. Neither did he make a counter-offer. He pulled out a knife from his belt and without any hesitation cut off his right thumb and placed it in front of Drona's feet. Drona was stunned and overwhelmed by Ekalavya's loyalty. But he didn't express any emotion. He only raised his arm to bless Ekalavya and left the forest with his students. Now for some late-breaking news, 
The podcast is also available as a book, Dwaparakata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India. Thank you.